Welcome to the One More Rep Podcast, where we take you beyond the barbell. I'm your host, Modingo, and with me is Brody. What is up, bro? What's up? Word. I'm going to work on my <laughs> intros. I'm, I've got two words I can use, like, hey, and what's up? Okay, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll add at least a, a third word in there. So. I'm telling you, I'm going to gain all this experience through these <laughs> 2,000 podcasts we're about to release. First off, we want to say thanks for all the feedback on social media and all the emails. We appreciate that. We will definitely put that to use to try and bring you the content that you guys want us to produce because otherwise we're just a couple of nerds with some microphones and a computer. I'm not really a nerd, but I uh, I guess I have to be the nerd for the group. That's okay. Everybody needs a nerd. True. Everybody does need a nerd. And, and if you don't think you need one, wait till your internet goes down. So in today's episode, is functional fitness right for you? For me, the answer is yes. It's a good answer. All right. That brings to an end the One Rep <laughs> podcast. <laughs> good talk. Okay, good talk. No, but for serious, we're just going to talk about what it is. You know, is it right for you? There are some realistic fears out there that some people have, some of the uh, concerns, you know, and talk about why bro and I use CrossFit as a means to our lifestyle and why we continue to stick with it. So at my gym, uh, we have athlete AKP CrossFit here in Huber Heights, Ohio. We have athletes from five to 80. I think that says volumes about what it is that, you know, CrossFit or functional fitness or high intensity training, whatever you want to call it. Who it's for. Who it's for. Yeah. It, it, it works for everybody. It, your gym, I'd imagine, is somewhat similar makeup. I, we have, a, we have yeah. a kids and a teens program, which. Right. Yeah. You know, so we don't have a kids or a teens program. We, you know, once they're have the ability, they, they're in the adult class, okay. which um, some people can frown on. We have CrossFit kids certified instructors. Mm-hmm. But it's just the the way we roll, and um, I've I found that teens, as we were just talking, yeah. learn a lot better than the adults. Well, because they tend to listen. They listen. Yeah. They have and no bad habits. No bad habits. They don't have opinions. Well, not all of them. But not some of them do. Yeah, I have four teenagers. They all have opinions. No, we have age twelve to sixty five ish, sixty six, mm-hmm. something like that. Uh, give or take a couple of years on the sixty five, sixty six. Now, uh, this isn't the first gym you belong to. Nope. Okay. So it's my you, first one I've owned. The first one you've owned. Yeah. That's but have good. you seen that kind of, uh, variation in age, you know, range? It's becoming more prominent in my opinion. Uh, you would occasionally have an older athlete mm-hmm. in CrossFit, um, back, like I said, what, eight years ago. Yeah. Wasn't many. And maybe then they're older than me because I was younger. Okay. That, that's fair. Right. Um, but uh, no, I think you're seeing it a little bit more now and God, this is such a, a sensitive topic for me because I have an extreme passion that's unfulfilled right now is the, um, the older athletes. Uh, mm-hmm. I would love to have a class of 70 plus. Yeah. And like people who know me, I may not appear very patient, but like that's, that's, that's something I really would love, love to pursue and get, get it, get into. Mm-hmm. Um, trying to reach out to that particular demographic. Yeah. Because, uh, yeah, they need it. Hell, you know, anybody needs it. It's functional. Agreed. Yeah. Right. And, um, but that age group to where I can say, Hey bro, or what's up girl, <laughs> <laughs> No, where I can say, Hey, look, 
you're 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 going to be in a nursing home. There's no ways about it. Because I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to drop this on the floor. Mm-hmm. You got to get down and get it, mm-hmm. right? Or I'm going to have you sit down on a 12 inch box. I want to watch you get up. Yep. Guess what? They can't do either one of those. And that pisses me off because, like, it's those. It's almost a mindset from what I'm seeing. Like I've been trying to study this a little, a lot actually. Mm-hmm. I, I don't do anything a little. This is true, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. Yeah. Bro, there is there, there is no slowdown with Brody. No. I, so I get deep into this. And, and then I talk to people that age. They all don't think they can do it. And that mindset of, well, I can't do it. I can't, I can't do what you guys do. I'm so freaking tired of hearing that. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it pisses me off. Like, yeah, I know. I'm, I know you're 70 and I know you're not getting a ring muscle up. Cool. Yeah. You know what I want you to do? I want you to sit down on this box a hundred times and, and get the hell up. up. Yeah. Right. And that brings me to my next point, the scalability. Yeah. You know, I don't expect our 80 year old athlete to do, you know, an Murph. RX. Yeah. To do Murph, <laughs> you know, as prescribed. I, I just don't. I mean, if he can, I mean, I'm sure there are athletes out there. I'm sure there's one out there it. that can beat me. Yeah. Know it. Oh, I, oh, when I watch the games and I see those, God, the, those, those guys that are in their, plus. that are like 20 years older than me, mm-hmm. I'm like, that dude would smoke the shit out of me in a restaurant. Two fifty. Yeah, I mean it's 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 crazy. But you know, it, it, do I expect my eighty year old athlete to do two seventy five? Absolutely not. Do I expect him to do a full squat that first day? Absolutely not. Like you're yep. saying, it's scalable, it's modifiable, progressible. It, maybe a, you know, progressible. Yeah, we're gonna use that. It's a new word. <laughs> Look it up. <laughs> but you know, a lot of people say they they go, oh, I can't do that. I can't do that. Well, guess what? You know, I don't expect you to do that. Nope. I don't expect you to come and do Murph right off the bench. Right, dude. And, you know, what kills us as a, as a actual gym is I love, I love the exposure we're getting. We've seen it on TV, more commercials, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. But people have this expectation of these games athletes. So they come into a gym and that, what do you think the first thing is that they, they look for? Your jacked female, your jacked male. Mm-hmm doing the crazy stuff on the rings or the rig. Mm -hmm. They ignore who fits their criteria at this time Mm -hmm. of someone just starting out. Mm -hmm. And that pisses me off because how many people don't come in because of that? Because they see the stuff swinging around, doing these legless rope climbs, laying on the ground, dying. And it, how many people don't come in because of that? How many people aren't exposed to CrossFit because of the overexposure of the high level competitor. I think from a marketing standpoint, I think you need to talk about showing them people that are comparable to them. Yeah. You know, and you know, when, cause when we get new athletes, you know, we, you know, the first thing we talk about is scaling and we ask them about their injuries and their limitations. And we try and uh, connect them with someone who is new ish or, or someone that has the same type of limitations as them. So they can see like a reflection of what they will be in six months. Right. It CrossFit does some videos like that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They're, they're not, they're not naive and understanding what the majority of people who do CrossFit are. They're normal people. No. Yeah. I, <laughs> Mo athletes and top level competitors are normal too. They're just <laughs> more fit. No. Okay. okay yeah, that's yeah. So yeah, they're not dumb. They know what's up. They know that, that is a huge part of it, but just like anything, advertising, whatever, it's going to sell when you're showing your top 1%. Mm-hmm. It just is. But as a gym owner, I would love to see even more emphasis 
and I'm not talking about the grossly overweight male or female, right? Mm-hmm. I get Someone that. deconditioned. Yeah. Okay. Of course. I, I think that's great. But our average athlete isn't that. Our average athlete is someone who hasn't worked out in 20 or 25 years mm-hmm. that may be 15 or 20 pounds overweight, not 100, mm-hmm. right? So that's our average athlete. And it's a guy who used to play sports back in the day, yeah. right? He misses it. Like he's got a beer belly now because he's drinking like what we're drinking yeah. right now. <laughs> and um, and the female who, uh, you know, I have a really soft spot for women and the fact that they, there are, they come into the, in CrossFit and they're the most intimidated ones, mm-hmm. male to female. Okay. They, they have a lot of insecurities that everybody's going to watch them, that everybody's going to focus on them when they're working out. That's the number one thing they tell me. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, look, and this is when we bring people in. I talk to them, there's a class going on. I'm like, look, that dude right there and that guy right there and that chick, they're looking at the ceiling because they're, they're dying. Mm-hmm. They ain't looking at nobody else because yeah. they want to finish. And when go back and going back to the first episode, when I talked about my first experience in CrossFit, that was one of the ego issues I had is like, oh, people are going to see me struggle and people are going to see how yep. bad I suck. But luckily I had it within me to be like, no, you're not going to quit, dude. Right. Because, you know, the, the, the disappointment of quitting versus failing would have probably eaten me up where if I would have walked out that day, I probably would have come back the next day. Yeah. And, and this is where the separation is. What I was getting at is, so, uh, we'll lose a male. Um, they'll try CrossFit out. Uh, we have a, a different process than uh, the norm, but they'll try CrossFit out and they realize it's not for them because they can't check their ego. They can't stand sucking. They can't stand getting beat down when, this chick is a lifting more than them next to them mm-hmm. and then blowing them out of the water on every other physical aspect. Our women, on the other hand, the most intimidated, unwilling to really even come in and see what CrossFit is are our most dedicated athletes. Yeah. They come in and when they put 50 pounds above their head for the first time, it's like a, it's a victory. It's a huge victory. They're like, this is a bag of dog food. <laughs> and I was like, you just screwed up, bro. Cause guess what? You got to take the dog food out of the trunk. Now, no yeah. one's going to go get it for you. Yep. Right. Cause you're deadlifting more than your husband. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's huge. I love it. Our, our women, uh, come in and they're so dedicated because they let go of the insecurities. They latch onto this empowerment of, Hey, I can do this. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, I may not be the best. I may not be the fastest or the strongest, but I am better than yesterday. Like you talked about yeah. in the episode one. And I think, uh, getting them over that, uh, concern about the intensity like they walk in like well i can't lift that much well we don't want you to lift that much yep. you know when we were saying scalable but also intensity because everybody's red line is different you know your your competitive level athletes their red line yeah it's going to be a lot higher than you know your average you know athlete like myself but i guarantee you internally they are struggling just as much as i am they might have far more weight or they might doing you know muscle ups while i'm doing you know bar muscle ups instead but they are struggling Dude, yeah, so we had an event here, and we had Marcus Hendren uh, come in, and he competed at one of our events with the team. And everybody's like, oh, my God, oh, my God, we can't beat Marcus Hendren. I'm like, yeah, probably not. <laughs> but <laughs> I said, it's still going to suck for him, yeah. okay? Yeah, games athlete multiple times, mm-hmm. top 10 finisher, I believe, multiple times, mm-hmm. at least once. Um, but guess what? He's over there sucking one, too. Yeah. But he's pushing 
he's pushing that envelope a lot harder. Yeah. But he gets to his uncomfortable position and it, CrossFit sucks for everybody. Mm-hmm. Okay. I always tell suck is relative. Yeah. Yeah. I can swing a gallon of milk for five minutes and it's going to suck. Mm-hmm. Or I can do five minutes of burpees. It's going to suck. It's still going to suck. It yeah. doesn't matter your fitness level. CrossFit sucks. But what's what do people do it for? The freaking fast results. Mm-hmm. The quick. It's not a quick fix because we know it's like a marathon. But yeah. Yeah. That's. And I think where, you know, explaining to the the newer athlete is that, you know, you might not be able to control the workout. But as coaches, we are there to make sure we scale it for you appropriately. Um, appropriately and we're going to make sure that you get an intensity that's appropriate for you. Um, but also reminding them that, you know, this is your first day. Cause I think that's a challenge I see with brand new, uh, folks that just come out of on ramp or whatever is they're like, well, I want to go harder. I want to go harder. Okay. We will next month today. I want to make sure that you're moving correctly. I want to make sure you're not doing anything dangerous. Right. I want to make sure you understand where you are on the floor. You know, because now you're working out with, you know, multiple 12 athletes versus just the four people that were in your on-ramp. Right. You know, so there's a lot to be learned there. Again, like I said in the first episode, for me, it was an issue of efficiency. And me being in the military, my whole goal is just the general physical preparedness. You know, it it doesn't do me any good if I get huge and massive and I can lift, I can deadlift a Volkswagen, you know, because, you know, if bullet starts flying, I got to be able to run. If I'm that big, I'm probably. But you can stop bullets. (laughs) Everybody's going to hide behind you. Cause good behind me. Yeah, Cause if I'm that big, everybody else is looking at me like, man, I hope he doesn't get shot because I cannot drag him to safety. Yeah. You're a goner. <laughs> you're we got to really look at the really most important thing on this and being overweight. Yeah. The zombie apocalypse. It's very true. You're first eaten. Yeah. It's if, happening. If you're, yeah. If whoever's got the slowest 40 time, you're getting eaten first. Dude. If you watch the walking dead, how many overweight people do you see? None. None. You know yep. why? Cause they're all been eaten. Very much the truth. So if you don't do cross for anything, <laughs> the zombie apocalypse will get you. <laughs> yeah. You got to do for the zombies. You will be eaten slowly. So one of the things and probably the most common thing that I think we hear globally when it comes to CrossFit and one thing, uh, Stu from WTF gym cast always talks about when he talks about brand new athletes is, you know, what do you hear your friends say? CrossFit is dangerous. Yeah. You know, stupid. Well, I think in a general sense, I think life is dangerous. Yeah. You know, crossing the street is dangerous. Yeah. Especially if you don't look both ways. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, driving to work every morning, you know, is dangerous. Yeah. I'm not one of those people who like, I got one life and I got to do all this stupid stuff like skydiving. And I pick my, (laughs) I pick what I want to do. Like, okay, I'll live on the edge, but. Like I don't like I don't ride roller coasters. Uh-huh. I'm terrified of them. Like, really? dude, I'll get in a a cage with a lion <laughs> or another human being in your former life. Yeah, yeah. human, preferably <laughs> human. But if it came down to it and it said, "Dude, you're riding the worst roller coaster in the world," or you're fighting a lion, I'm fighting a lion. Like I'm going, I'm probably going to lose. I don't know. We'll see. I'll double scoop my blonix that day. But, um. I hate roller coasters because mm. I'm so scared. You're I'm out of control. I'm out of control. Okay. Like, what about, do you fly? Yeah. But okay. I've learned to cope with it just a little bit. I don't understand why I've flown a lot, but uh-huh. it's still, I get sweaty palms. Mm-hmm. Right. You know what I mean? Not having the control, but CrossFit, you know, well, let me back this up. 
I'm not going to jump out of a plane. <laughs> like, a perfectly good plane. Yeah. It, well, I will when I'm older, when it's not going to matter. Okay. Like when I'm, when I'm clinging on the life, I'm going to try it. Like okay. when it doesn't matter. You okay. Know what that's I mean? fair. I'm going to need someone to pull my ripcord. But yeah, CrossFit can be dangerous. CrossFit is dangerous. You know why? Because we're putting copious amounts of weight above your head that will crush you. Mm-hmm. But when you're taught properly, when you're trained properly, when you have great trainers and you've been set up for success, that weight's irrelevant. Mm-hmm. It's irrelevant because you're moving well. You've been taught well. You have a great coach that's watching you to make sure you're not doing stupid stuff. Mm-hmm. Right. But, um, you know, I talked about in the, with Moe's, you know, runners, soccer players, they come in far worse shape as a beginning CrossFitter than any other athlete. And it's, they're running a lot. Mm-hmm. So I'm telling you, running leads to more injuries than anything. The gymnasts, they're breaking elbows they're snapping fingers they're tearing ligaments yeah and i um i I looked this up one time uh i saw it in an article just reading something randomly and it mentioned that uh, it was actually in a volleyball magazine and it was saying that the sport that encounters the most orthopedic injuries is cheerleading don't doubt it yeah now there's a counter argument okay there's more cheerleaders than crossfitters okay okay cool i don't care Mm. it still comes down to Everything's dangerous. When you're doing things at a high intensity, it's dangerous. But uh, what do you do to prevent injury? What do you do if you do become injured? And what do you do um, to teach proper movement patterns so you, none of that happens, mm-hmm. right? It's inevitable. I've been injured. Have I been? As I, and right. I have to. It's yeah. not because of CrossFit. It's because of me. Either A, I was stupid and I made too big of a jump, right? Which you tip- typically do when you're younger. Yeah. Um, or I'm the worst I've ever been hurt was demonstrating a 75 pound hang power clean. Right. Mm -hmm. It's like nothing Mm -hmm. is the worst injury I've had in my back. Yeah. And it's just because it just, it's a freak thing. Right. So it happens. So what do you do after and what do you do to prevent it is huge. Yeah. I think, uh, the worst injury I've had since I've started doing CrossFit was when I was deployed at work and I got hit in the knee with a gurney and, and, and partially tore my MCL. You know, it wasn't from CrossFit or anything like that. What's the first question you get? Yeah. Was that from CrossFit? Yeah. I No, it was from work. I fucking hate that, dude. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. I would argue that actually because I was a CrossFitter, um, the rehab process. Easier. It was easier. And that's one of the things that my PT told me. He was like, man, you recovered pretty quick. And mm-hmm. I was like, well, I think, and I, I was like, because I think I had been conditioned to do these things previously, you know, yeah, it hurt. Mm-hmm. But, um. And another thing with the CrossFit is like, I was able to deal with the pain because so routinely you go in that pain cave in CrossFit that when he was manipulating me yeah, and making, oh, and I, I linger there. <laughs> I, I have like a timeshare in that bad boy, <laughs> but because I was used to that, you know, I could just, you know, take myself away and, and let him manipulate me and, and, and get me back to where I needed to be. Right, And you take that to pregnancy for women, right? I've had uh, at one point in time, we had three pregnant members. One did CrossFit until she was bedridden because she had twins, mm. right? One did CrossFit half the time, and then one didn't. The person who did CrossFit religiously, she literally came back in. She had to have a C-section, so mm. she had a little bit longer time out. She came back in and PR'd her squat, and we kept her below. Well, because she wasn't carrying two humans. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I mean, that helps. But I'm just saying she kept up her... Her recovery was better. Mm-hmm. She came back into the gym and she, she wasn't as bad off as you would think. Mm-hmm. Right. 
And she also, because we had her squatting to a box, mm-hmm. um, and, uh, 70% or less, but she, you know, she still did it. Mm-hmm. And it, 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 it's a no brainer to me, dude. Like CrossFit works, fitness works. And I think overall, when you talk about the dangers of X, um, any exercise regimen can become dangerous if it's conducted in a manner that's incorrect or unsafe. Right. You know, you know, I'm sure if people went to a spin class or did Zumba or whatever, and it was coached incorrectly and improper technique or safety wasn't adhered to, you're going to get injuries anyway. Yeah. Here's why, here's why CrossFit gets a bad rap. It's the new guy on the block. CrossFit's new, whether people want to admit it or not. We're a new sport, mm-hmm. right? And we're going to call it a sport because that's the direction that headquarters has taken, unfortunately, yep. right? We're now a sport. <clears throat> we're new. People don't like it because what we're doing, we're taking people from their gyms. From other sports. Sport. Or other gyms, Gym. yeah. Yeah. No, people are tired of it. Why did I get into it? I was bored of doing the same thing over and over again. Why do most guys get into it? Because they are tired of doing the same thing over and over again. So CrossFit is now taking these people and now they're a threat. Mm. Anytime you're a threat, everybody hates on you. It can be business. It can yeah. be life. It don't matter what it is. If, if people find you as a threat because you're, what you're doing is working and they know it's working, mm. instead of congratulating you and saying, that's awesome, or A, or B, I should say, changing their freaking ways mm-hmm. and catching up, right? Yeah. Catch up to the curve. You want to be a part of this? Step your game up, right? If you don't want to lose members from your uh, Globo Gym, you better start investing into CrossFit-style equipment yeah. and actually getting an affiliate. Yeah, because I actually uh, have some friends that are in locations that they don't have a CrossFit box close to them. Yeah. And I'll see videos of them working out at like some of these Globo Gyms, you know, doing CrossFit-like stuff. Yeah. You know. You can't say CrossFit. You can't I'm sorry. Functional fitness. No, you can. They can't. Oh, they can't. Okay. Yeah. And I think one of the places has like an alarm or something. <laughs> or they have signs that say no CrossFit type movements yeah. or whatever. Don't drop the barbell. Yeah. No grunting. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, I think we talked a little bit about the fears um, in general. Uh, another thing that people have a concern for, which I think can be real, is the expense. Yep. It's expensive. Yeah, it's not cheap. It's not the cheapest means of fitness I've ever, you know, tried to bring into my life. But like for me, I think I pay like $130 a month. And I go about four times a week, you know, give or take. So you figure 16 classes a month and you break that down. That's $9 per class. Yeah, but people don't look at that. Yeah. Right. Here's here's the difference, right? We talked about this in the first one. You pay 130 you think you have no idea what the hell you yeah. pay. Well, to me, it's an, inve- it's right. money that you don't even care money. That's going to get spent. Absolutely. bro. Yeah. The, and, but that's what happens, right? People don't go, well, it's only nine bucks a day. Yeah. They don't think of that. They're like, that's a hundred. Th- I get it. It's expensive. Mm-hmm. It could be, it's a car payment. Okay. Yeah. It yeah. really is for a smaller car. It's a car payment. I get it. I understand it. You're not paying for just CrossFit, though. We talked about this. It's mm-hmm. not CrossFit. It's a community. It's the in- instructor-led training. It's the friendships, the the fitness, the health. It's it's cheap. When, when you, you look, look at, at the longevity, longi- longi- you look at over the course of a lifetime. Nothing. And yeah, it's nothing. It's an investment in my health. Like it's I fr- like I've said previously, it's a freaking drop in the bucket, man. Like I get it. Yeah, up front it sucks, but I tell you what. People come in, they don't even talk about the price anymore, mm-hmm. right? I get it, though, too, also. Um, 
if you have a financial hardship, it's hard. Mm-hmm. CrossFit's usually the first to go. And yeah. I understand that. Yeah. It happens. But uh, with that said, you're not, you're not paying for cr- just CrossFit. No. It's your freaking life. Yeah. Like, it does help. And there's so many people out there that need it, that don't do it, that are hesitant, A, because what we talked about, the intensity, um, you know, the risk of injury, because people are over-hyping this, like, mm-hmm. and now the cost. So yeah. the, the odds are against CrossFit gyms, in all honesty, right? We get, we get our business from referrals, mm-hmm. right? That any gym typically does. You can do advertisements, but shit, they don't know what you're doing. Yeah. They, Especially you, if you don't know what CrossFit is. They don't know CrossFit. They'll look at, they're going to Google it. And you know what they're going to find? Them damn videos <laughs> of the people doing crazy stuff. Yeah. And getting, yeah. The, you know, those, uh, those, uh, gym videos. What, I don't remember what they're called. Oh, the gym fail. God, yeah, gym don't fails. even get me started yeah. on that crap. That's <laughs> literally a whole nother episode. You should see my notes on this thing. Like. <laughs> You want to talk about pissing me off. Stop posting those stupid videos that you don't know what the hell you're doing. Like, yeah. stop. And don't if you do, don't tag it as CrossFit. It's not because that's ridiculous. Like, learn how to do something, then post your video. Ran over. Um, See, why'd you go there? I'm Mo? sorry. I'm sorry. I, I, was had, in, I, I was in the zone. <laughs> they got me. But, you know, so we talk about, you know, the financial cost, you know. But even when I was going to the Globo Gym, you know, you pay that hundred dollar initiation fee, <laughs> yeah. and then you'd pay your thirty dollars a month. What do you but get for that? I got to I got a, a towel when I walked in. <laughs> you know, and nobody was there to tell me what I was doing right or wrong. There was no programming. I like I said, I I got my men's health magazine, or I talked to one of my buddies, or you know, you know, some of those guys they pay you know for a personal trainer, and I have no idea how much that costs, but I've heard some numbers, and that's like real money. Yeah. You're looking about 50 bucks minimum an hour, an hour. Okay. Right. I think I'm in the wrong business. <laughs> Why did I start a CrossFit gym? Mo? I should have been just a personal trainer making bank. Oh, just kidding. But you wouldn't be nearly as happy. Would you know, not. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I did the spin classes. I tried the step classes, never tried Zumba, you know, but, <laughs> and I was getting specific results from those things. Right. But I did, was not getting the results that I get out of functional fitness because, you know, like for me, military, general physical preparedness. You know, that's part of the condition of my employment is that I, I can, I can run, I can, I can do pushups, I can do sit-ups, you know, and I can drag somebody to safety in the worst case scenario. Because, like for me, being a medic, if I'm shooting at the enemy, it's already too late. Yes, but but I'm emotionally stronger. I'm physically stronger. Yeah, I do. You know, I would even say spiritually stronger. You know, in a certain sense, than I was. I mean, and I consider myself a strong person to begin with. In the t- the brief time that I have incorporated into this in my life. And, and luckily my wife does it as well. You know, it's, I, I've seen the change in myself and I'm and I can't put a dollar value. Cannot, on you cannot dude. And then those growths that the trickle effect from CrossFit to life. Yeah. I try to talk to people about that and they look at me sideways. Like, what are you talking about? Like, I can't, I can't describe it. Mm-hmm. Get involved. Like I'm telling you, it is life changing. And I don't like put my stamp on anything. And I'm not saying it because I am a gym owner. I'm saying it because I see it every freaking day. Mm -hmm. People come in, they're new members, right? And I swear on my life, four or five months later, they are a different freaking person. Yeah, we got one new member. And I didn't realize he'd been there so so for such a short period of time. I think he's only been there like inside of 45 days. And he, I saw him post something on his Facebook. And... You know, unsolicited, he's like, I've been doing CrossFit. I've lost 20 pounds. Right. I feel better than I ever have. And I'm like, 
and I didn't even realize he lost that much weight because I see him him every day. day. Yeah. And, but for him to openly post that, you know, not, none of us prodding him. I was like, you know, that's the impact that you see in our communities. And tell me this, would he have posted that video at, if he was going to a global gym? Yeah. Just in general, would he put up a picture of what he looked at, what he looked like at one point in time, if he had not changed? Probably not. No, because it gives him confidence, Mm -hmm. right? People think that, uh, he's worked to get to where he's at. Yeah. And I tell you what dudes that come in and do CrossFit, they're just as emotional and they're just as insecure. Mm -hmm. Don't let it, don't let it fool you. It's not a one (laughs) sex thing. These, these guys bust their ass and it's, they feel great about themselves. They get another pep in their step Mm -hmm. and, that that testimonial is awesome, and that that is what CrossFit can do, mm-hmm. and fitness can do it too. Mm-hmm. I say I keep saying CrossFit for the fact that you people stay more dedicated to CrossFit than fitness because they're led. Okay, it's mm-hmm. hard to do stuff on your own. It really is your biggest hang up when you get someone that goes to a gym. These New Year's resolution type things. Mm-hmm. What do they do? They go for a month and then that's it. Mm-hmm. You know why? Because they don't have a support system that CrossFit offers. Yeah. CrossFit has a support system of all these people who are like-minded and your, your trainer led. And, but also I think there's that kind of accountability piece, you know, yeah. because there's been times like, you know, like when I was injured, for instance, you know, and I kind of was taking some time off, I was getting Facebook shamed, you know, <laughs> Hey, you can come in and do work on your pull-ups or something, Mo. Yeah. And I'm like, damn it. Your legs no. don't work. Do pull-ups. Right. <laughs> no. And you're right. It, it's like an unspoken thing. Like, oh, okay. You skipped the hardest workout of the week. That's ironic. <laughs> you had stuff to do. Yeah. Really? What'd you do? Wait a minute. You come every Tuesday. Why yeah. didn't you come this Tuesday? Yeah. You oh, know. was it because it was Karen? Yeah. It, it's exact, Dude, Karen. Oh my God. You talk about crickets. Like sometimes I'm thinking about disguising Karen. I'm like, I'm going to put in like, you know, five, 10, 15 rep scheme of like 95, 65 push press box jumps. And I don't know, let's go sit ups. Sit-ups, yeah. Right. And they come in and they got Karen. Yeah. <laughs> like going to disguise the hell out of it. That would be funny. <laughs> if you're listening, pay attention. Yeah. So, you know, the why behind it, you know, I'm the healthiest I've ever been in my life for me. Like, you know, I've said previously, I was a fat kid growing up, but ironically I'm the heaviest I've ever been in my life, but I feel far better. Less you inches. Know, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm smaller like around the waist and all that stuff, but I'm really heavy and I have to convince myself that that number doesn't necessarily mean what it used to mean for me when I was a kid. Right. You know? that that number still represents my health. That number represents the fact I could lift a significant amount more weight than I could when I was in high school, but I was super unhealthy. I think it's made me a better human being. And it's definitely made me better at my profession in the military because the things that you learn when you have to get inside your own head to get you to cross the finish line or get that last rep, Yep. you know, those are things that translate into all aspects of life, business, whatever your profession is. You know, I think, like I said, spiritually, emotionally, physically, mentally, these, these are the benefits that I've experienced during my short time of doing CrossFit. For sure. And I think the, the thing you said about the weight's crazy, right? If I, to, if I told any other female that you're going to come in and you're going to gain weight. Mm-hmm. The right? first thing you're like, no, I don't want this. Uh, right. Yeah. Cause you tell them at a, uh, a globo gym setting, mm-hmm. that's not why they're there. But they're going to come in here and gain weight. Mm-hmm. They're going to lose the inches, though, right? Mm-hmm. 
they're going or their weight's going to stay the same. It, it may fluctuate slightly higher. Mm-hmm. Guys will tend to gain more yeah. weight, right? But women, they'll stay the same weight, maybe increase a little bit, and then they might drop off on the back end of it, uh, of of their first year. But their their inches are going to melt away. Mm-hmm. You know what I found out when I do our um um our one on ones for dieting mm-hmm. uh, for their nutrition. Um, they don't care what they weigh. They literally tell me that mm. they want the, that's, res- that's interesting. Yeah. They're like, I don't care. Cause I'll tell them like, look, you're not going to lose all this weight. Like you think, mm-hmm. okay. You're initially going to lose the inches. Right. And you're going to, you're really, really going to lose all of your body. You're going to lose the inches and you'll may, may lose some, but you may stay the same because you're, you just started. Mm-hmm. Your strength is going to go up. When mm-hmm. your strength goes up, you build the muscle. The yep. muscle is going to weigh more than the fat, right? Yep. So you're trading off inches for, for weight. They don't care. Yeah. They want to look, <laughs> right? They want to look Look good. a certain way. Look good naked. Yeah, LGN. Right? Yeah. right. They want to look good naked. Yeah, Gabe Browning. That was one of my mentors that told me that LGN, look good right. naked. Right. So they don't care about their weight. But you tell that to anybody else in any other type of functional fitness atmosphere, mm-hmm. they're going to like, no, I'm going down the street. They promised me I'm going to lose 25 pounds. Yeah. Yeah. I bet. <laughs> All right. So wrapping it up, if you could send us those emails, voicemails, give us a like on social media and also on all of our iTunes sources. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram at one more rep podcast on Twitter at can I get one more in our email? Can I get one more at gmail.com? So for this week, that brings this episode to a close about why functional fitness is right for you. If you have any comments, questions, suggestions, uh, leave them in the comment section below. We'd love to hear what you have to say and also give us ideas for future content. And again, like I said, uh, a lot of you don't know it, but you're going to be on the show at some point. So, bro, got any closing points? Nope. (laughs) Short to the point, baby. (laughs) All right, we're out. Later. Do you think should be changed? And we'll negotiate. Yeah. I like using that with my athletes. I like to use the word negotiate a lot. So, bro, we were thinking uh, today <laughs> should cut the reps down by, I don't know, all of them. <laughs> I was thinking today we could work on preacher curls. Yeah. Dude, absolutely. <laughs> Best auxiliary ever. Because it doesn't matter if you're great at CrossFit. As long as you look sweet. Yeah. Right? As long <laughs> as you look sweet in, in, a, in a Razorback. Yeah. <laughs> fresh out speaking of which i'm still waiting for my damn razorback uh purple excess uh tea (laughs) it's in the mail